You're now listening to The Electrical Current, a podcast series brought to you by the independent electrical contractors. Welcome to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. I'm your host for this show, IEC National CEO, Spencer Milwaukee. During this podcast series, we will talk with folks throughout America that help to make the electrical and systems contracting industry truly great. Today, our featured guest is Bruce Seelhammer. Bruce is the Electrical Construction Group Manager of Seco Incorporated in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania. Bruce has been uh, active in the electrical industry for decades and is passionate about IEC's mission of advancing merit shop electrical contracting. He's a leader, a mentor, an instructor, and a friend to so many at IEC, and he's been very active for many years, serving both at the local level and his chapter, Central Pennsylvania IEC, and at all ranks uh, in, of the IEC National Association, including uh, serving as board president in 2017, and he currently serves uh, the association as the outgoing past president, leading um, the association on our executive committee. Uh, Bruce? I'm just scratching the surface here, but I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. I'd like to officially welcome you to the IEC National Podcast Series, The Electrical Current. Well, thanks very much, Spencer. Great to be, uh, great to be with you today. Terrific, terrific. Well, well, good. Well, let's let's dive in and uh, learn a little bit more about who is Bruce Steelhammer, um, Pennsylvania native. I think I know that, but but yeah, just share share a bit. Or I'm sorry, not Pennsylvania native. You're you you are um, uh, you you moved to Pennsylvania later in life, but how about I let you tell this story? Where did you grow up, Bruce? <laughs> yeah, so uh, absolutely. So I was uh, yeah, I'm originally from uh, Connecticut, up in the New England area, right? And uh, that's where I was born and raised. And uh, so a little bit of my story, um, you know, I uh, I went through through our grade school, high school, just like everybody else. And uh, you know, I knew I didn't have any problems in high school. Uh-huh. Um, meaning I, I graduated with honors and, and, you know, no issues with the work or anything like that. But for whatever reason, you know, I just, I felt like I did not, I didn't have the interest in sitting in a formal classroom for the next four years. Gotcha. Um, yeah. as, as far as being college bound. And, you know, again, it wasn't because I couldn't do the work. And so I opted to, uh, you know, I, one thing I did know is I knew I needed an education in something if I were going to, you know, get out on my own at some point and, yeah. and be a responsible citizen, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, so I joined the Air Force, uh, and I was in the Air Force from 1982 to 1986. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately for me, while I was in, uh, there was a need for electricians, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't mean aircraft electricians. I mean actual building and construction electricians, you know, yeah. for the bases. Yeah. And um, so I did that. I went through my basic training, and then I went through the technical school. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and I can tell you, it was a pretty intense program. Uh, you had one class a day, eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. You had a test every single morning, and then you wow. had a test every two weeks on the, the prior block of work you did. Yeah. And uh, so, man, oh, man, you uh, you really knew it when you got out of there as, as far as what they were teaching you at that time. Yeah. And uh, and then I got stationed to my permanent base uh, in in Utah, mm-hmm. and that's where I spent the, the next four years uh, going through my apprenticeship, my hands-on work. And, uh, again, I, I just feel incredibly fortunate mm-hmm. because uh, – I love working with my hands. I love construction. Uh, 
And, uh, you know, as, as odd as it sounds, yeah. you know, I, I can remember being on projects mm-hmm. on, on different times and, and places. And uh, it was like I couldn't wait for the next day to get here to, to get back at it. Yeah. And uh, and I've been fortunate. You know, I've I've uh, I've I've done the work in Utah and then I got out of the service when my wife mm-hmm. and I moved back to Connecticut mm-hmm. and uh, actually started uh, working back there, went out in the field. Mm-hmm. I, I got my journeyman's license up in Connecticut, and uh, and I actually joined a company with one of our good friends uh, that many of us know, with Jim Masuda. He and I yeah. worked together, jeez, uh, 31 funny. years ago or something now. Wow. And uh, so worked at that company for a while, and then my wife, who's originally from, from Pennsylvania and, and yeah. a place that I always loved, uh, we opted to to uh sell our house and throw our stuff in a rider truck and and yeah. quit our jobs and enrolled into Pennsylvania <laughs> and, and just uh opted to never look back and yeah. uh frankly it was the best move we ever made yeah and um so you know I worked at uh, a couple of different companies that I got myself settled in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and uh after about 5 or so years as another company I I opted to move on again Mm-hmm. And uh, and I joined Seco, mm-hmm. and uh, I was you know I was a foreman in the field. I was running large project work and that kind of thing, and mm-hmm. and uh, a few years of that, and uh, they offered to to make me the field superintendent, mm-hmm. and uh, which which I did, and uh, and then about nine years later after doing that, um, I was offered the position of the group manager um, for mm-hmm. our entire construction division. And uh, and I've been in that role since, and uh, you know it's just uh, it's just opened up huge amounts of opportunity for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I, I learned was I actually enjoy teaching a lot. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so over the years, as I would go to different classes and so on for this, that, or the other thing, I would I would end up coming back to to our company and and teaching them not only yeah. to just you know our folks but to uh to so you know some of the other IEC members I got pretty involved at our local chapter here and uh and then as we both know got um involved at the national level right right and um just man uh, I can't say what an awesome ride it's been um yeah. the 35 years in the industry yeah. The uh, you know the friends you make across the country and in the industry and here locally and and all that kind of thing and the uh, the ability that I've had here at our company to make an impact mm-hmm. uh, you know both of the owners here Barry and Craig are yeah. are huge proponents of education yeah. and uh, you know so there's always some kind of class being held here whether it's a leadership class or a train-to-trainer class or the master electrician's class and, and those kind of things that I get to teach. Um, you know, there's just been a, a a lot of opportunity to grow myself, but also to have an impact and, and help others grow. You know, it's, yeah. when you're at a company for, for 25 years, uh, it, it's pretty amazing what you see and witness. And, you know, I hired some of these these guys that were right out of high school mm-hmm. who are now project managers, estimators, <laughs> foremen running millions of dollars worth of work. Yeah. They now have families and kids of their own. And, right. 
all those things and and you've just seen them grow into master electricians and and uh, just man what an opportunity uh, yes it's, it's just been a, a a great time that's terrific that's terrific wow wow yeah and uh and well and, you know what what uh i think you've got you got so much passion and and you know even what you're saying to comes through with with just a, a, a you know conversation with you is, is your your passion for life your passion for the industry your passion to give back um ties in throughout you know the the whole um, story here and i want to dive into uh, to a couple of different things one um so so really your your first introduction to the electrical trade was was when you went into the air force there yes, there really wasn't anything before that that you didn't have you know your your father or, or your mother weren't in the skilled trades necessarily and and well, or an uncle or anything like that, right? Well, let, let me share this. So, yeah. I, I, you know, my my dad came from a farming community out here uh-huh. in Pennsylvania, yeah. and and he also went into the military, and uh, he he came out as an aircraft mechanic and spent forty years working for Pratt Whitney Aircraft, right? And right. Um, in experimental tests. So, if there was one thing my dad could do, it was anything with any tool. Um, he was incredibly mechanical. He knew lots of electrical stuff um, because of that. And, uh, you know, when you grow up with a dad that, that has the tools and the skills, um, you inherently learn those things. Yeah. And, you know, so just, even as a kid, you know, I was I was tearing cars apart and I was ripping radios in and out of them and this kind of right. stuff. And, right. and I took a couple of, you know, electrical-type classes in, in high school and that. So, uh, so I knew and understood a lot of the theory. Um, had I still had no idea that someday I was going to go be an electrician, though. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you you had that that natural proclivity to to you know go towards um, yeah towards towards working with the full integrated neck up neck down uh, philosophy yep. and and uh, and learned yeah some of that from uh, from your father being yeah being uh, being a mechanic and and. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's terrific. That's terrific. Um, so so yeah. So and but then the Air Force is where you really yeah got the intensive training and and what is I think yeah you really hit the nail on the head too. What's unusual sometimes you know that our, our those that serve our country are, are are absolutely near and dear to to all of our hearts um, and, and especially here at IEC and, and we you know we we are we are just huge proponents of of helping to to attract and, and roll out the red carpet for for the men and women that have served. Um, and, but, but what's interesting is usually typically in a military background, there's, there's different industrial applications of the trades if there's, if there's been exposure. And, but you were working literally in, in infrastructure buildings within yes. the bases themselves. So you had a bit of a leg up then in the transition back to civilian life. But, it's, but yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's, that's interesting. That's, well, that's really true. And, and you know, and, and again, I, I consider myself pretty blessed because you know, there's there's guys that that go into the military. Again, some yeah. of them don't know what they want to do, or right. and some of them right. don't have the 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 option or the ability for whatever reason to necessarily do what they're. They just don't know, right, where they're sure. headed. And yeah. and you know, when when uh, the truth is, the military will will put you where there is a need. They will ask you what's on your mind, but they yeah. really don't care about that. And yeah. in, in so much as what they care about is what is the need. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you might have guys come in and, and they're going to be a bomb loader 
on yeah. underneath an aircraft. And yeah, well, okay, that's great, and they become really good at that. But there's not a big call for that on the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, I was I was incredibly fortunate to be able to to learn a trade, and literally all of my time, all of my paperwork, everything was accepted. Um, for me to transition right out of the military into the civilian world to mm-hmm. go take my journeyman's license test. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm incredibly fortunate for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade that four years for anything. Yeah. Um, you know, when you work on a military base, uh, you get to see a lot of things that the general public does not see. Absolutely. And, and work in a lot of different facilities and buildings that the general public doesn't see. And, yeah. and that was a lot of fun and, and hugely interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, and and um, and so and was that was it the entirety of that four year period of time in Utah, or or some of it in training, and then then stationed in Utah? Yeah, so uh, my my basic training was uh, in the very beginning was down in San Antonio, okay. and then my my technical school was then up in Wichita Falls at Shepherd Air okay. Force Base. Yeah, yeah, and then the remaining uh, time in the in the in that four years was all yeah. in Utah. Wow. Well, so Utah became a, a bit of a, a home, but, it, but again, you were you were on base, so it's you know a little bit different than civilian life, but just amazingly beautiful area, just wonderful people. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it, it was gorgeous out there, and and uh, and I got to do some fun things out there. You know, it's, yeah. you know, Utah is known for some of the the best skiing in the world, and yeah. uh, one of the things I did while I was out there uh, was I got to uh, I got to work with the Special Olympics. Yeah. And um yeah. and so the one year that I was doing that with the kids, uh it was the international games. Wow. And and what was neat, now we had we had, you know, these challenged kids come in from all over the world and they came into uh they held the games at the Park City, Utah ski resort. And you know, kind of a fun thing there was they had a lot of celebrities there for the for these international kids. And uh I got to meet Arnold Schwarzenegger in person. No kidding. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Oh and, wow. Uh, he was uh you know, that was thirty some years ago, so right. he was uh he was still in his prime, so to speak. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and what an impressive guy, you know. Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well well hopefully he says he got to meet uh Bruce Sealhammer too. <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what he's saying. <laughs> it, it it goes over really well at cocktail parties for him. So. <laughs> that's that's terrific. That's terrific. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, because mid eighties, I mean that would have been mm-hmm. when uh when Schwarzenegger was, was uh you know, he's still kind of in bodybuilding and competition. That was largely in the seventies, but then he started to get into uh more of of, of the silver screen. You know, in, yeah, in that exactly. period of time too. So wow, yep. Yep. it's not a, a it's not a tuma. It's not a tuma. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, and I, I know that yeah, you built you built relationships and friendships for life there when you were um, stationed in Utah as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think if if memory serves me correctly, I think you know you also had the occasion during your your term here at IUC and, and serving as president um, to be able to then go out to our. Um, our chapter in IEC of Utah, and, and uh, you know, spoke at an event and, and spent some time with them there, but also can, connected with some old friends. Um, I, I absolutely did. Yeah. That was uh, that was just so much fun. Um, yeah, I got to uh, I got to speak at the uh, the Salt Lake, uh, the Utah chapter's graduation, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I got to see those guys. 
And, uh, and I also got to see some very good friends that, uh, again, like you said, that I worked with in the shop. We had on our base in our shop, yeah. we had a lot yeah. of civilian electricians that were, you know, just they lived there and, and worked yeah. in the shop um, with us airmen. And, and I, I actually got to, uh, got to get together with about seven or eight of them for a breakfast. And man, oh man, it was just so incredible to see them all again. And of course, wow. many of them are retired now. Yeah. And, uh, and also, um, some real good friends of ours, uh, actually were almost like, uh, our parents, uh, yeah. for, for yeah. my wife and I when we were out there. We were still pretty young and, and married when we were married. And, uh, we got to uh, we got to invite them to the graduation ceremony and stuff mm-hmm. for the chapter and mm-hmm. and you know they were they were uh, a big part of that for us so it yeah. was a lot of fun yeah, yeah. what well, had it, yeah it had to have been amazing really to kind of connect and as you said to the you know this industry this industry that we're a part of it, the the people it's the challenges of the projects and and you know the the satisfaction of working on the projects and using yeah, working through complex things and, and trying to take a, a a blank slate, a blank plot and and create um you know the infrastructure that, that most of us all take for granted. Um but being behind the scenes and all that is, is so rewarding in so many ways. But the people that we work with in this industry that, that you know and the folks that you serve with that you're working working, you know, in as electricians with then you're able to reconnect after thirty years. And oh yeah, catch up and 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 that's just it's friendships for life, you know. Well, and 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 even even as I was as I was traveling, you know, yeah. as as the uh, as the president um, over that year over that period yeah. of time is you know you you end up in all the different chapters across the country and so on like that. But uh, you know the friendships that we make at at all mm-hmm. of our national meetings and things like that, yeah, um, are just incredible you know people you, you go out to this this kind of foreign area to yourself and and they're inviting you to their home and into their companies and those kind of things and yeah man it's just a wonderful feeling when when i've got a, a challenge or something at work that we've never run into yeah i know i can make a i can make a couple of phone calls whether it's to a mike Kalmeyer or bobby mm-hmm. Tudor or a mark gillespie or whoever it is across yeah. the country and yeah and just uh, just make the phone call and go, oh, man, did you ever run into this before? Or, or, and undoubtedly somebody will point you in the direction that mm-hmm. they know somebody who did if it wasn't them themselves. Right. And right. man, what a what a fantastic resource to have. Oh yeah, yeah. You, we realize that we're not alone in this journey. Exactly. And and, and we can help each other. Is is a lot of what life is about. Um, yep. That's that's terrific. That's terrific, and and IEC has helped to help to yeah create that community of of solving those problems and helping to bring the, the community of, of contractors closer together to be able to then talk about issues that are important to their lives, their businesses, and how to how to keep striving and and keep growing. Yeah, and and in terrific. a huge way too, man. It's it's hard to put it's hard to put a value or a quantity of a value mm-hmm. on on that. You know, when, when you've got those questions in your head and, you know, what do you want to do? Call up one of your competitors in your town and ask? Well, probably right. not. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, you can, you can call out across the country in, in the same amount of time and, yeah. and really get a, a, a helpful answer. And yeah. boy, try and, 
try and put a value on that, you know, yeah. it's priceless. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's knowledge. No, it, it's yeah, knowledge in action, and and yeah, that's it's, it's amazing. And I, I think yeah, that people use you as a resource just as much as as we use uh, we use them as resources. So sure, it's a great relationship and reciprocal relationship that way too. Yep. Great. Um, I'm I'm curious, Bruce. I know you're a reader, um, and mm-hmm. and and you also uh, you got a little bit of a commute. Uh, um, uh, from from your place in, into uh, Camp Hill there in, in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and you listen to a lot of audio books and things like that. What what are you reading these days, or what are you listening to that um, has really got you thinking? And and uh, what what is about those tidbits that has it the old uh, the old noodle noodle in so to speak? Well, uh, let's see. So you know, I'll go with some of the old hard and fast. Um, a lot of people know of, of course, is Jim Collins, uh, yep. the Good to Great. Yeah. Book. Um always uh always a classic and, and super helpful. Um probably one of the latest ones was uh the Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. Ideal Team um, Player? Yeah. 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 That was uh that was a just a great read. And and just not a good read, but there's a huge amount of information in there that you can absolutely apply yeah. um when it comes to hiring and those kind of things. Um, you know, Working on the, the hungry, humble, and smart uh, yeah. platform, so to speak. Uh, that's uh, that's been a huge a huge shift for us, um, mm-hmm. you know, for our hiring practices and that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it's it's uh, it's amazing what you can learn sometimes just by listening or, or picking up a book. And yeah. you know, it's like, geez, I don't have to recreate the wheel myself. Right, so right. it's already done. You just gotta, right. you just gotta understand. There's the resource there. Right, right. Um, I, I wonder if you can, yeah, just share a, a couple of sentences about uh, hung, hungry, humble, and smart, and um, kind of a little bit about yeah that philosophy and yeah how, how what you've learned from it, and maybe yeah folks that aren't familiar with that, give them a little bit of a peek under the hood. Absolutely, yeah. So. So those three terms, really, right? Um, you know, hungry is is you're looking for somebody who has that that uh, that inner motivation yeah. and the drive, the ambition, know, to, drive, yeah, the ambition yeah. to yeah. to do something with themselves or with the company, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so you're looking for that hunger is you yeah. know somebody who's curious, somebody who's engaged, yeah. and uh, and those kind of things. Um, and then you know the humble is is uh, pretty much speaks for itself is is having somebody with the humility to know and understand uh you know that even even 35 years in the industry I I guarantee you um there's a heck of a lot of people way smarter than me in the industry out there yeah. and uh just to have that humility to, to pick up the phone and and ask when you don't yeah. know yeah. and uh you know it's it's great to to know a lot of stuff but there's always somebody that knows more. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just, just having the, uh, the humility to be able to, to recognize that and mm-hmm. and sit back and really be attentive and learn from somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, I share a lot is the, the difference between uh, intelligence and wisdom. Yeah. You know, yeah. is intelligence is, you know, being smart enough to learn from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. But wisdom is being smart enough to learn from others' mistakes. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, trust me, we don't have enough time in our lives to make all those mistakes. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> Look around, learn yeah. from each other. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's and perfect. Then, and then, you know, the, the smart piece of it is really it's not so much of the the capacity or the intelligence end of it. It's yep. really knowing what to say, yep. who to say it to, and when to say it. Right. App- you know? application, and application of knowledge. Application. Exactly. Yep. That's yep. exactly right. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Well, you know what's you know what's fascinating about those three traits too, or those three qualities that you're seeking, and and I couldn't agree more too. But it, um, with with uh, with that paradigm, and and you and I have had previous discussions about yeah, the the hungry, uh, humble, smart piece. But the the first two, the hungry and the humble, I, I, I'm not sure if those are teachable. The, those are they're kind of inherent personality. Aren't they? Those are personality yeah. drivers. Those are those are self actualized. Parts well, of, yes, of a person, yes no. right? You know. Yeah, well, yeah, yes yeah. and no. You know, yeah. and, and the reason I say that is, you know, we all we all have our our times of of immaturity or maturing, and um, believe me, I I'm you know, wait I've been you told and, you and me you and me yeah, being immature I'm, about that? Well, yeah, I, I well I kind of refuse to grow up as it is, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know I've I've had people that have have known me years ago that that know me now and they go all right that's not the guy that i knew back then and you know that's we all grow you know we uh we learn new things and we pay attention to those those we uh we care about and and that are important to us our mentors and uh you know we we strive hopefully we strive to do the right things and uh and take on some of the the positive attributes that they share. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. one of the things I've I've always uh, I've always said is um, one of the things I've shared at at the different uh, graduations I was at was you know you're going to become like the top five people you hang around with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's sometimes where you got to look around and go hmm, I might need some new friends. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it it's it's incredibly accurate because yeah. um you know you surround, your, surround yourself um again you know with the Spencers of the world and the Dean Credits and the Gary Golkas and the Lloyd Quinnies and and you know you you surround your folk yourself with those kind of folks and uh, because of that you know, good things can happen, and that's yeah, that's yeah. uh, that's pretty amazing to 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 actualize that. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Point well taken. Point well taken. And I think you know one of one of the great things about the merit shop industry as well, and and, and focusing on the meritocracy and and working to then promote um, that piece is it really plays into yeah these these three traits again of that, that hungry, humble, smart, and that that. Our, the philosophy of our businesses then embrace then you 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 can go anywhere in your career if you Absolutely. are driven motivated and and it's it is the the world is literally your oyster and yeah well and and, and you know I, I I shared that as well too is you know I can tell you 35 years ago when I was an apprentice in the Air Force yeah. who would I, I couldn't even have imagined that someday I may be in the role of <laughs> as a national president of anything. Right, right. <laughs> you know? And yeah. and and I can tell you, you know, once again, I'm um not necessarily by any stretch the smartest guy in the room. And uh and but you know, it, it comes from the motivation and the engagement and, 
you know, the attentiveness and and the willingness to be involved in all those things, you know. Yeah. None of us is as smart as all of us, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. You know, one one of the adages that that you and know, I have talked about too that I think is is good to pass on is is to seek to understand. Yes. Peace. And and yes. first first and foremost, seeking to understand and and you know I think that it comes from a level you know the, the, the our definition our modern definition of communication and and what we consider communication and 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 also in this oversaturated world of um, these forms of communication that. Communication is typically thought of as the, as the talking, and mm-hmm. we value we value that. But and that's critical part of it. But but one of the most critical pieces of communication is also on the receiving end of yeah. of not just waiting for that other person to pause to finish their thought because that's what our mom and dad taught us was polite when we were young, but but to listen to their perspective to be to be humble to be yeah. hungry to hear what they have to say because we have so much to learn from one another and we don't all have the answers and, and everything is constantly changing. And that is what helps to this to integrate in a different yeah, different thought process. Keep, keeps us growing and keeps us keeps us uh um, young minded uh slash uh um uh immature uh, <laughs> if you define it that way. But but keeps us yeah, keeps us on the path for continual Knowledge and and the hunger for that continual knowledge and growth. So, well, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, go ahead. I, 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 yeah, I want to hear a little bit about more about um, yeah, if you could share yeah, that seek to understand and, and your. Well, yeah, that's uh, that that really comes from Steve Covey's um, book, yeah. which is one of my favorites, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you know, one of those habits is is to seek first to understand, then be understood. And, uh, you know, of, of the seven habits, you know, that is, that is one of the ones I personally have to work the hardest on. Um, my, I, I know my personality and my personality is when somebody brings me something, my, my initial reaction is, okay, let's go fix it. How do I fix it? I need to fix this. And, and sometimes I need to go, how about shutting up for a minute? And let let the person say everything, and you might not have to fix as much as you think. <laughs> right, right, right. But right. Uh, it is it is you know it's one of those things that it comes with the humility of going okay, nobody knows me better than me, yeah. and you know the the person I really need to change at any account, the only person I really can change is me. Is yourself? Yeah, your yeah. your engagement, your interaction in that moment. Uh, to do it, and you know, and let's let's kind of start to get into the leadership qualities and some of your philosophies around leadership too for a couple of minutes, and mm-hmm. because I think what what you're what you're illustrating within that I think is kind of key and fundamental too is that that is there's I guess when 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 uh, when we're aspiring to be leaders uh, when when younger in our careers then you know we one we think maybe uh, leaders leaders have all the answers and and really we're we're just utilizing the knowledge base that we've gained from all days leading up to today making yep. our best guess at, at what's the the correct answer taking in that information and moving moving on um mm-hmm. but 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 it's also there's a the quality and you you were just talking about too of just your natural inclination um and, and you've figured out from this piece from from Covey's book around yeah the, the seek seek first to understand and then then seek to be understood that that 
yeah, you, you've recognized it about yourself. It's not that you were broken or wrong. It's your personality is that. Mm-hmm. And to be an effective leader, to be tempered and measured, and, and to to be able to then achieve all these goals, we just need to be aware of our own person, if you will, yep. right? And yep. and then then we need to work at it every day. It's a it's a practice. It's just well, that's, all that's, theory and practice that we're living out. So, that's exactly right. And and yeah. that's another thing that I I shared at many of the graduations was yeah. you know our, our life is going to be a result of our choices. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you know when you're 20 or 30 or 40 years old or more, and uh, and you're wondering how you got where you are, well look in the daggone mirror. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was you that positioned yourself. You know, every decision we make positions us. Yep. And uh, you know, you 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 hope you make good decisions and and you put yourself in a good position. Right. And uh, right. but the bottom line, is, the bottom line is, uh, you know, our life is going to be a result of our choices. That's right. And uh, you know, you can you can choose to to uh, shake off what everybody else says might be the truth about you, or you can look in the mirror and go, well. You know what? They were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, and and uh, yeah, yeah. Very well said. Very well said. And it, it because yeah, each one of the decisions, whether you whether you took a left turn or a right turn, and however insubstantial it it, uh, it may have seen at the time, it leads you to where you are right at this moment. Yes, that's exactly and, right. And don't be paralyzed by making that next step and that next decision. Because there's also there's there's humility to be learned from when we step in the wrong direction and a lesson to be learned there and and that yep. again goes back to the application of, of that you were talking about of, of intelligence and, and and wisdom and, and that parallel as well. Correct. Yeah. So, great. That's great. Um, Bruce, I want to I want to ask you a little bit about teaching too. So you know you you shared um, about your love for teaching and and uh, you you shared some of those motivations too of just you know seeing. And again, I think it espouses again a lot of what we see in the mayor shop world is 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 helping to then empower individuals with knowledge base and seeing them transform their lives, careers, seeing them grow their families, grow professionally, take on new challenges, and take things on. Which it sounds to me like you you gain a significant amount of satisfaction from passing on that knowledge. Is am I out on a limb or not at all? Uh, yeah, so yeah. Huge, hugely accurate. Um, you know what was amazing is uh is I didn't I had no idea that I wanted to do anything yeah. like that. Matter of fact, yeah. I can remember, you know, coming up through through middle school and high school and you know, man, if I had an oral book report to do, yeah. I would yeah. I would rather take a beating than stand up in front of people and say something, you know. Yeah. But what I learned again, I went through a train the trainer class. Yeah. And 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 what you find out is, you know what, there are things you can learn and understand about how easy it can be to be up in front of an audience. Yeah. Um, it, it's like anything. It can be learned. And and so I was fortunate enough to go through this. And then I ended up, again, bringing that class back and, and teaching a lot of it to, again, some of our IEC instructors and, and some folks within our company and those kind of things. Yeah. And uh and when you can when you can share that and all of a sudden you know you you see that knowledge base all of all of a sudden exponentially grow. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, that's pretty cool. You know, there's somebody who was deathly afraid to get up in front of an audience and is is now leading a presentation. Yeah. And, um, yeah. and you know, I, I saw that in myself mm-hmm. um, because I was like, this is really fun when you're yeah. good at it and you got a little practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but it's it's like anything, right? You know, you um you know, you, you the only way to get comfortable with something is to go out there and do it and yeah, learn it and practice it and make right. mistakes and, and all those things. Right. Um but but that's like with anything. And, Absolutely. And Absolutely. Uh, so the the teaching thing, um come to find out, you know, when I was when I was taught that there is a there's a way to do it and understand it and, and not be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I I thoroughly enjoy this part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, you're right. It, it and every it's it's like everything. It's trial and error piece, and I think it's something that you you know you've spoken at, at national events. You've you've taught at national events. You teach very. Uh, you've taught you've taught around the country. You know, mm-hmm. uh, um, in in different applications too. And you're very good at your craft. And and and. Um, you know, there's there's always the uh, the, the um, I think the fear that that people have of, of well not only just public speaking but also just trying something new and, and the failure the fear of failure and, yeah. and I heard I heard something interesting recently that that uh, another podcast I was listening to that, that was um, saying if, if you know like we that that the, the tenacity and the drive is is what we're hardwired to do as human beings um, to be able to achieve success and, and reach after our dreams, but somewhere down the line, we start to get fearful of it. And, and can you imagine if if you were not, if if you feared failure so much, you would have never learned to walk as a child. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, because think about that for a second. If you've ever watched an infant struggle over the course of months to pick itself up and literally fall on its butt countless times... And bang its head and do, you know, like, wind yep. up juice. But what, what is, what is, what do we do? We get up and we dust ourselves off and we try again. And, yep. and as, as adults, I think that we need to remind ourselves of that piece, um, to, to help to challenge ourselves to continue to grow and, and look outside of what we currently know and, and in our personal and professional lives and, and, um, and yeah, put yourself. If you, there's something that you want to do, a desire and a burning desire to be able to grow, go for it. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, and, and surround yourself with those those five people, those five best friends yeah. that will help support that growth and challenge you also to continue to grow and, and share their wisdom along the pathway. So, yeah. So well, cool. and it, it goes back to one of the words you said earlier too: is is having the uh, the passion for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember when I was when I was first starting to go around and speak at some of the graduation ceremonies yeah. for the apprentices. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh boy, I got to prepare a speech and this, that, and the other thing. And and one thing I I'm not a fan of is when somebody reads to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't want to be that guy that goes out there and reads to somebody. Yeah. And uh, so I was I was I was mulling over this as I was flying around the country, and I was like, wait a minute. I don't need to read anything to anybody. Yeah. What I need to do is speak from my heart. Yes. Yeah. And when you can do that, because there's a passion there, 
you you can deliver a very good message because it does come from the heart and it's not a bunch of words that somebody else wrote down or you read or anything like that. Yeah. And um that really makes a, a significant impact, I think. Yeah, yeah. For for everybody, right? I mean that, that yes. authenticity is when when we when we come to hear a speaker, we're there to hear a speaker. We're we're there to hear the words and and uh, and to feel you know the message yep. that's, that's coming across, and, and vice versa. And when you're when you're speaking, you want to you're striving to make a connection. Exactly. You're you're striving to be able to help commemorate whatever occasion it might be that we're coming together, whether it be imparting knowledge or celebrating a an event and a significant, you know, a significant piece like a, a graduation from an IEC apprenticeship, which is just tremendous, you know, milestone in in, uh, in people's lives. That uh, that yeah, we're, oh yeah, we're just coming together as humans and, and well, and, and making and, that connection. And when you're there and you're you're looking out in the crowd and you see the mm-hmm. apprentices, you can see the pride in their face. But yeah. what's yeah. really noticeable is how proud all the parents and the families are of yes. those folks who, who are up there graduating. Yep. And, yep. uh, you know, that's, that is such an honor and a privilege to, to be the one that those folks came to see necessarily yes. or hear from necessarily, yes. um, in behalf of, of their families that are graduating. That's pretty awesome. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, Bruce, um, tell us a little bit about what you do for fun. Oh, well, you know, you you've been up to our place, and yeah. and uh, so you you know that um, if I'm not if I'm not building something, I have plans to build something. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so my son and I right now are currently uh, we're in the middle of building a tractor shed. He decided uh, that he's going to start collecting uh, antique tractors, and he's already wow. bought his first one. So we've uh, we've put up a, a pretty significant sized. Um, pole building and yep. we're we're working on trying to get that wrapped up through the winter here and uh and he and i are uh pretty big proponents of um four-wheeling so mm-hmm. we have a we have a motocross track and lots of trails down in the woods that him and i tear around and mm-hmm. jump around on and mm-hmm. kind of carry on and that, that keeps you young yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you know, my wife sure. and I, and, and all of us as a family, we enjoy. Um, you know, we we're fortunate enough. We live right along a creek, mm-hmm. and uh, so we do lots of kayaking and fishing yeah. and that kind of stuff through the summertime. And so we're we're we don't sit much. Yes, yes. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what TV shows there are on because it's uh, it's just not something that we do a whole lot of. We are we are pretty busy and and enjoying ourselves outdoors as much as possible so absolutely absolutely well yeah, yeah you you're you're very blessed to um you know to to live in such an amazing uh amazing yes. place with such access to it and and uh you're even more blessed the choices that you make to be able to engage with it and, and live live the life that you want to live and, and exactly you're, you're living that good dream so that's that's fantastic well good well um how about a, 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 as we're working to close up here, um, a, a tidbit of knowledge? What, what would you share with with um, some, how about somebody that's looking at this as a career path? They've they've listened to us talk through a little bit today, and they said, "Geez, this I'd like to I'd like to be I'd like to be like this someday." Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, here and here and I'm going to be like Bruce Sealhammer. What what would you say to a young 
you know, 18, 19 year old that's looking at their their uh, career paths ahead? What what would they have in store with uh, with an adventure in, in the uh, the electrical contracting industry? Sure, you know, we uh, we deal a lot. I'm, I'm involved with both of our local Votech Vote schools here, mm-hmm. and uh, so we have some co-op students that are working with us, and uh, I, I, I'm fortunate enough again to get to speak to some of the classes. And you know, there's a there is a huge need in the yeah. industry right now, as as we all know, and you know, truthfully, it's it's hard to outsource a, a building being built. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yep. we're gonna we're gonna keep building them here, and um, you know, if if you if you enjoy seeing what you've accomplished at the end of the day, um, meaning working with your hands and actually physically building something. Uh, and then to be able to do it with something like electricity that nobody can see, feel, well, you can feel it, um, yeah. <laughs> see, or, see or smells necessarily. Uh-huh. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, yeah. there, there's so, so much opportunity in the industry, especially with the technology that's being, um, kind of paired up and paralleled with it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, when, when you walk into a room now and, and you can talk to something, and your lights come on. Right. That's a uh, that's a pretty significant change from when I came into the industry. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, so so you know a lot of these uh, a lot of our younger our folks generation that that are growing up with with all of the mobile devices and those kind of things. Um, it's amazing how integrated it is with the actual industry that we're in. And uh, yeah. there's there's huge opportunity there, right? Right, and, it, and it's going to continue to be a much more of an integrated world with, yes, with with yeah, Internet of Things and and all these smart devices and all these smart buildings coming together. The the, the yeah the confluence of of technology is is here to stay and here to continue to grow. So it's very exciting to be a part of the industry. Well, and, and even a, a quick example, you know, yeah. you're, you're starting to see. Obviously, we're starting to see electric vehicles and that kind of thing. And, yeah, yeah. You know, as I, as I kind of shared and alluded to, my son and I are, are pretty big fans of uh, four wheeling and motorcycle yeah. racing and that kind of thing. And we were at we were at a venue uh, last year, and sure enough, there was an, a guy out there on an electric motocross motorcycle. No kidding. Wow. And and it was really bizarre. Everybody go ripping by and he when he went by it was really quiet. <laughs> yep. Yep. And and you know what was amazing was he was right up there with the front guys. He, so he still still had the horsepower and the yeah, still had you yeah, know, and, and what's amazing is, is so you go down into the pits and uh-huh. you know, there his his machine is plugged in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So That's you know that that all comes from our industry, you know. Yeah. You you, you gotta have the charging stations and the, the electrical power grid to to be there to support that, and and Absolutely. we all know that's what's coming. That's you right. know, we're, there's right. probably going to be a day, even in our lives, when mm-hmm. many of the internal combustion engines disappear. Yeah, yeah, it, it's so. it, yeah. The, every every quarter, you know, you're seeing you're seeing more more manufacturers moving into that space, and and you're seeing the infrastructure yep. being built around us. And what was a novelty too, when you'd pull into a parking lot and see a charging station. Now it's becoming a commonplace. You know, the, the more right. places you go across the country, the more you're seeing it, and and that infrastructure is being built, and it's it's largely being built by those within our industry. You know, yeah. so it's yeah. it's cool. It's cool. And, we we, and the same we are the future. We're the future, right? <laughs> well, it's it's the truth. It's the yeah. truth. You know, 
Um, if, if you want to disable a country, unplug it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, you know, the phones are great, but without electricians to create the electricity to charge them, they're just yeah. a black plastic box. Right. Yeah. Just a hockey puck, funny shaped hockey puck. They need all become. They need <laughs> us. That's right. That's right. Well, great. Well, that, that's that's fantastic. That's, I think that's a good uh, good place to close up because we, we could we could go on and on and on, and, and we will continue <laughs> to. Um, but but Bruce, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share a bit about your story with us and some of your insights with uh, the IEC community and those listening on. Um, just yeah, tremendously enjoyable. Thank you, sir. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure, Spencer. Glad to do it. Good. Good. Um, and thanks to all of our listeners out there. This has been another installment of the IEC podcast series, The Electrical Current. You can check us out at ieci.org. And if you're interested in career opportunities within the electrical and systems industry, jump over to myelectriccareer.com. That's myelectriccareer.com to learn more and start on your path to achieve your dreams.